It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We've talked at length about Boston College, the additions and the transfer portal, who they've added, where the concerns are. On today's show, going to turn it around and look at the opponents on their schedule. This is going to be a full ranking from easiest to hardest. We'll talk about each and every member that BC is playing on today's show. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Boston College. My name is AJ Black. I'm the publisher of Eagle Insider, part of the 247 Sports Network. Shout out to all of my everydayers out there that have made Locked On BC your first listen every single day. Now, as I said, we have been going through. We have started to really dive into the season as we hit it, head into the summer. We've looked at a lot of what BC has done. We looked at the transfer portal, some of the players that they're they're adding the the strength of the team, the weaknesses, all that good stuff. Today's episode is taking that microscope and taking put and facing it away from BC and at that 2023 schedule, the 12 teams that Boston College will face. I'm looking at who's the most challenging guy team on their schedule, who's the easiest team on their schedule. We're going to get into ranking these. These are my thoughts, okay? These are not, will BC beat these teams? These are not, you know, a a prediction on a game yet. I'm looking at a team, you know, ranking them in order. And I'll I'll give you a a little explanation on why I think, uh, what I think for each of these schools. So, starting off at number 12, I can already see some of our our listeners are going to probably roll their eyes when I put this one in. The bottom team on BC's schedule is Holy Cross. Yes, Holy Cross did go to a uh, FCS. They were in the FCS playoffs last year. But my question I'm going to ask you, based on the, the teams that we have out there, who would you rate them higher than? I, I have a hard time picking a FCS school over anyone on a consistent basis. And yes, they had some good stuff last year. And, and you could argue maybe they're high, they should be higher than NIU. They should be higher than UConn. But for me, an FCS school is always going to be near the bottom. It's just the way it is. It's just the way that the, the cookie crumbles. Now, Holy Cross, you know, they played um, excellent football last year. This, this is not any knock on them it's just when i look at some of these other schools i have to think that an fcs school is going to be the bottom and you know last year they played uh buffalo and they beat buffalo so they they did that they also beat yukon uh the year before so there is some some hope there but i don't know i'm gonna put them near the bottom and I think that it, that's just where I, I have to set my boundaries for this, right? Next up for me is NIU. NIU, if you were to ask me, what, like three, four years ago, would never be near the bottom. They had some really fun teams under Dave Doran and um, 
you know, some of the, even after that, they were pretty good. Last year, they were as bad as BC. They were three and nine with wins against Eastern Michigan, Eastern Illinois, and Western Michigan. They were outscored 32 to 27. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like this team is all that good. <laughs> and I, I think their, their run of having a good, being a good, um, you know, middle of the pack program is, is definitely gone. You know, they started a true freshman. They, I mean, they had four different quarterbacks go for significant um, uh, snaps last year. And they finished with, you know, throwing for 2,100 yards, 18 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. This game's also at home for BC. So I think this is the second easiest game on their schedule. All right. For all you UConn fans out there, you're next. The UConn Huskies come in at number 10 for me. And here is why. They made a bowl last year. And that is nothing to, um, that is not any reason to poo-poo this team. They did score only 19 points a game, which BC did the same thing. But I'm just telling you, when you're playing as UConn, it's, it's a different story. I don't know. When I look at their schedule that they played last year, they had big wins over uh, Fresno State, they, you know, a ranked team. They beat BC. They beat uh, U- UMass. They beat Liberty, which was a big win for them. There's nothing wrong with that. I just still – I guess I'm still stuck on UConn being UConn. Like, I don't see them magically becoming a program again. And – when, when they played BC last year, when I watched them play the Eagles, BC's offense led up a broken, like a, a, a jailbreak touchdown at the beginning of the game when they were caught off guard. Their offensive line was awful, and like, like every other game last year. And then UConn barely, uh, UConn almost gave them that game. And BC just couldn't do anything with it. If BC improves at all, this should be an easy win for them that's a big if, right? And again, I'm not getting into what BC does. I'm just saying that's where I have them at. Next on my list, I'm going to put UVA. I'm putting the Cavaliers next. Now, UVA had a terrible year last year, both off and on the, on the field. They had that awful shooting incident that ended their season and, you know, I, I can't imagine what Coach Elliott had to go through with his program after losing players and having them lose their lives. That's awful. But you know, it's a pro. It, this is this is the world we live in. They have to move on from that now. <clears throat> I'm sure there'll be a lot of heavy hearts even this year going into 2023. You know, they're going to have a new quarterback. Brennan Armstrong is with NC State now. BC avoids playing. Play, God, do you remember him in 2020? BC's lucky they don't have to play him again. UVA uh, last year was three and seven. They averaged 17 points a game. BC gets them at home again. So again, I, I put them near the bottom. I think they're going to be the easiest conference game BC plays unless Tony Elliott can figure things out. And I haven't seen enough of what v- UVA is like one of those schools. When I look at like the transfer portal stuff, I didn't see them like make a, a market increase, like some teams that we'll talk about later. 
so they're going to be near the bottom. They're going to be my bottom ACC team on the schedule for BC this year. Now, in, in a moment, I'll get into our second uh, stratosphere of teams. Teams that may be a little better, but also still have some flaws. We'll get into all of those in just a moment. But if you're looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories, I'm telling you, you need to try the Built Bar. you got to try them. They're so good. I have a box of them in my desk. When I go home from work and I need a f- some fuel as I drive home, Built does it for me. They're so good. The, they have the cookie dough puffs recently. They have like real balls of cookie dough in them. And they're such a treat. You can't imagine that they're actually a protein bar, but they are. They're good for you. They're 100% covered in chocolate, but they give you all the macros that you want too, like 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Now, you don't need to just go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15. You can do that if you want. You can also go to Sam's Club or Walmart. They have them there. That's right. You can head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-box bar of cookies and cream, double chocolate bar, or coconut pop. And if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with hit flavors like brownie, batter puff, and churro puff. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15, or go to your nearest Walmart or Sam's Club. It's a decision you won't regret because Built is so good. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. This is Locked on BC. AJ Black here. Thank you all who have made listening to Locked on BC a daily daily routine for you. You guys are the best. And if you enjoy this podcast, hit the like button on YouTube if you're listening on YouTube or subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And a big news too, I think I announced this last week, we are now on Sirius XM. So if you like our podcast and you have a Sirius XM um, uh, radio in your car, you can find all your Locked On channels on there. Now, don't ask me how to do it. I I don't have one, so I don't know. But you can find Locked On BC on there. And if you find it on your radio, hit me up on Twitter at Locked On BC. Show me that screen of what it looks like because I, I think that'd be kind of cool. Hit that, and I'll retweet the hell out of it for you. Okay. But we're, we're let's get back to our conversation at hand here, talking about schedules and difficulties here. Now, my number seven team, my my number, I'm uh, sorry, my number eight team, excuse me, is going to be the Georgia Tech uh, Yellow Jackets. This team uh, decided to go with Brent Key, who was their defensive coordinator last year, and then took over after they fired Jeff Collins halfway through the season. They had some nice wins. They, they, they you know, they had some ranked wins in there. He, he, I have to say he earned it, right? He earned the ability to come back. BC has to go on the road to Atlanta to play the Yellow Jackets. And that's a little bit more challenging. That being said, I don't know what their quarterback situation is going to be. Uh, Jeff Sims is gone. He's at Nebraska now. Uh, Tyson Farmonk is gone. 
I don't know. I don't even know where he ended up, but he's not at, at UMass. Maybe I think he's at UMass. Um, they're all gone. So you, you Georgia Tech has got some rebuilding to do, and and they're not a team that you play against that is loaded with top level talent that usually gives that trips up BC. Like when you play a team that is loaded with athletes, that's the type of stuff that usually trips up Boston college. They don't have that. So I think that's a, a good sign and a good, um, a matchup for BC, even though it's a road game, we saw BC go down to Georgia tech before and beat them. Maybe they'll do it again this year. Next on my list, I moved them up a little bit. So I, I wrote these down. And then as I'm talking it through talking to you folks, I, I adjusted this one because I started thinking about it and went, no, there's another factor here. And this team is Army. I had Army at number nine originally, but I just moved them all the way up. Now, Army, as we've talked, I think we talked about this with Mitch before, is moving from the triple option to shotgun. And I think that's a blessing for a lot of big teams because the triple option and the way that they could just suck the soul out of the football with like, you know, 12 minute drives that just like preventing you from ever touching the football made them a tough out. And honestly, I don't, I don't understand why you would move away from that. It's a great identity for a football program and for a school with limited resources, it just made them a tough out. A lot of times they, I mean, we just saw army what five, six years ago being really good. Now, now they're away from that. So, When I look at Army, when I look at what they can do, they're tougher than – I think they're tougher than a UVA or Georgia Tech. Just based off the athletes that they bring in, it's Army. They bring in dudes. They bring in guys that are grizzled, that are – you know, they're they're not going to give up. I don't ever think of Army as easy an easy out. That's why I'm pushing them up my list. I think of them as a team – that will be challenging no matter how, what they look like, what offense they're going to play. They're going to be tough. So I'm going to put army up there a little bit more next on my list. And this is where things start to get a little icky or a little sticky, not icky. I want to say six through two. I could make an argument of a lot of these teams moving around, maybe five or two more. So six was an easy one. That's this is going to be Syracuse. BC has to go to the Hall of Saharas and play at Syracuse, where they have notoriously struggled at. Last time they played at Syracuse was the game where Phil Jakovic was playing with a dislocated shoulder or a broken shoulder. I, I forget what his shoulder. He had a shoulder injury, and he could barely throw the football while Syracuse stuck in the game with, with like their third-string quarterback. Don't ever like playing there. That being said, they are now without Sean Tucker. They don't have Garrett Williams. I don't ever count out Dino Babers now. I am um, after last season, I have become a Dino Babers fan. He has done an excellent job with that program, redefining that school from, you know, a, a listless program just years before to a gimmicky offense that worked really well under Eric Dungy, but then just didn't find itself to like a really good physical football team all in the span of a couple of years. That's good coaching. That's that's on Dino. For, for putting together a good program. And I don't care if Sean Tucker is gone. I, I have faith that he as a head coach will figure things out and figure out what the identity of that team should be. Whether it is 
their quarterback, Garrett Schrader, or there's some young talent that I don't know about that could be really good. I feel the faith that Syracuse is going to figure things out. And I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong because I know they've struggled at years, but maybe I'm just thinking they're going to figure things out again. And I don't want to, I don't want to sell on them. And then our final one for this segment, I'm going to put, and I'm going to hate myself for this. I'm going to put the Miami hurricane. And again, I almost wanted to slide them down my rankings because Miami, I Miami's going to be the fraud school in my brain for this whole year. They were awful last year. They brought in some of the best coordinators in the country and they still couldn't figure out along with quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, who the media all like were you know drooling all over. They were not able to figure that out. Now Miami went right back out there. They went out, they recruited, they played well, you know, they, they recruited well, they hit the transfer portal hard you know, they had the guy with the life wallet um, hit up that, you know, you know, the paying all their, you know, their recruits huge amounts of money. Maybe Tyler Van Dyke figures this out. Maybe that's what I'm going to go with this year is that Tyler Van Dyke is going to figure things out and that he's going to win. That's that's where I'm going to put it. And I'm going to hate myself for putting Miami that high. I am. I, because truly deep down in my brain, I'm going, no, AJ, throw them at like eight or nine because they're going to fall on their face again. Mario Cristobal hasn't figured things out. He's going to fail. But my logical brain looking at rosters, I had to put them where they're at. Because honestly, I look at the BC schedule and I don't really, other than maybe like the top two teams that they play against, I don't feel like there's a huge um, amount of talent that they're facing against. So in a moment, I want to get to our top four and I have to say they're not that great other than number one. And we'll get into that in just a moment. The NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait, find locked on college basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, AJ Black here. This is some fun. You know, I, I, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about in this episode today because I was looking for news items. There's really nothing going on with BC. The recruiting trail is kind of quiet right now. We're waiting for the official visit season to start. That's when BC is going to start getting commitments. Haven't heard anything there. Baseball, I don't watch baseball enough to give you in-depth analysis on that. Like, I, I don't have time to watch the baseball team th- five times a week. I just don't. And we've already talked about lacrosse. So I wanted to get into some football talk. And I was looking at the schedule. And we're now into the four dif- most difficult teams that BC is going to play this year. And I have to say, when you compare the, the more difficult teams BC plays this year to the more difficult teams BC played last year, it's not even close. Like if I were to go through BC's schedule last year and just come up with their most difficult ske- part of their schedule, their top four were, I mean, you could, you could probably put five there, but the top four were really good. You had Clemson 
who, you know, was what? They're, they won the ACC. Wake Forest, who was very good. They had Sam Hartman. They smoked you. They were a good football team, the top 25. They had Notre Dame, top 10 football team. And Florida State, who really rose and became a top 20 football team. I look at BC's schedule this year, and I see one ranked team, and then a bunch of teams that could be okay, but I'm not even sure they will be. Right now, I'm I'm just saying these are the four, top four teams. I'm not sure they'll be top 25. I don't I don't think they will be. Number four, I I would be stunned if they were ranked, and that's Virginia Tech. And the reason I put them higher than most other teams is because BC under Jeff Halfley, two of the last three years, has struggled against uh, Virginia Tech. They had that win with Jakovic on that red bandana game. But last year, they got smoked. The first year, they got smoked. I I don't know. It's just something about the Hokies that I feel like match up really poorly against for BC. And I put them up near the top. That was one. Number three is a program that has a special little... Um, addition to them this year that I think is going to make for an interesting matchup. And I think there's no one who would like to see to win more than Emmett Moorhead. And that's the pit pit Panthers. They got Phil Dracovic. They've got Frank Signetti and we've seen now. And I was just looking at the NFL draft, how much talent they put into the NFL in the last couple of years. They're doing like Pat Narduzzi is doing a really good job of building a, a, a sustainable program for the Panthers. BC has to go on the road. They got to go against Dracovic. Who's, Obviously got that game circled with a, you know, giant marker. And that's going to be a tough out. That's going to be a tough out. If, you know, I sold high on, I, I was very high on Jakovic going into last year and, and he didn't live up to it. But a lot of that was the offensive line got him killed. If he can play behind a good offensive line, I, I think he could be really good for Pitt this year. I will have to wait and see. And I think he'll, I honestly think he's probably going to have a better season than Moorhead. We'll have to wait and see how that turns out. Now, that one I put at three. Number two is my most my toughest pick that I put there, but I'm gonna I'm buying on it now uh, for a variety of reasons. Now, Mitch just told me he thinks his team's gonna go four and eight. I I don't think so, and I'm gonna go with the Louisville Cardinals, who BC plays right after uh, Florida State. Louisville lost Scott Satterfield and other, any other team other than Colorado and maybe a few others. I feel like this team has had the most roster turnover. They're bringing in a guy uh, who pl- I believe played with jet new head coach, Jeff Brom. And I think will be a good fit for them. And I, I don't know. I I've seen them bringing guys like storm duck and some really good transfer portal players. I think they'll be okay. And if you think Jeff Brom is going to be the guy that to do it, maybe Louisville does turn it around, but that's my, that this is my controversy. This is like my shot in the dark there. This very well could be a team that goes like, should be eighth or ninth on this. Maybe they're going to be a complete disaster. And I hate picking them because this is a team that the media is like losing their crap over. They were a top, they were put in as a top 25 team and I'm going to buy on it now, but maybe I'm going to be completely wrong. And our final pick, our final pick for the top team, the top team BC is going to play is on our screen right now. If you follow along on YouTube, you see who it is. 
Florida, Florida State Seminoles. Florida State is going to challenge Clemson this year. Jordan Travis is really, really good. Jared Verse on defense is really, really good. They have talent up and down that roster. Mike Norvell has this team going in the right direction. And whether you think they're a playoff team or not, they're easily the best team on Boston College's schedule. And it's not even close. This is going to be the biggest challenge Boston College faces all year. And I think they're going to be the biggest. The, the I, I think there's a, a chance they could be the best team in the ACC. Now, what do you think? What do you think of their schedule? Who do you think is the toughest team BC plays? And who do you think will be the, the least talented or the easiest team BC plays? Leave it in our comment section or hit me up on Twitter at LockedOnBC or at, at AJBlack underscore BC. Thank you all so much. We'll be back again tomorrow. We'll give you any news that's going on that's live. You know, We'll start to get ready for the weekend series against Villanova and everything in between. AJ Black at underscore BC. This is AJ. Take care. We'll see you again tomorrow. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.